Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dave Cave. I'm your host, as always, Davis Helmerich, and today's guest is Wyoming basketball commit and a good friend of mine, Ben Bowen. Ben just began his senior year at Mountain Vista High School, so we got to catch up about the new normal with COVID-19 and even get an inside scoop on the NBA bubble. Here he is, Ben Bowen. All right, today's guest is Mountain Vista High School basketball phenom Ben Bowen. Ben, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Davis. How are you? I'm fantastic. Glad to hear it. So you just started your senior year down at Mountain Vista High School. How are you feeling about that? How's the whole COVID situation out there? Um, I mean, it's definitely definitely a chain for sure. First day was today, but, um, you know, it's at least we're there. At least we got, you know, kids in the building. We can interact with our teachers and uh, – our, our other classmates will. So, I mean, as far as that goes, it was good. It, it's just definitely, definitely a change. I, and I think that's something everybody's adjusting to. Yeah, I know. It's a tough situation right now, but at least got to make the best out of it. And at least you guys are getting some kind of school. You're not online the whole time. Right, but right. You'll accept it, right? Right. So, how you been this summer? You've been playing a lot of basketball. You guys been able to get some games in? Yeah. Um, you know, the first... I would say June wasn't, we didn't really do a whole lot basketball wise. Uh, honestly, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, the month of June, because you had all the guys back from college. Um, and then you had everybody that wasn't doing anything as far as high school goes or club ball goes. So it was really just like a lot of open runs kind of in, in yeah. wherever you could find a gym to play uh, you, you, and you were playing with, with the best guys. I mean, ever to come through mountain through, through, uh, through Colorado which, which was pretty cool. And in my opinion, it's probably the most fun a lot of guys have ever had uh, in June for sure because just the level of competition in the state was awesome. Uh, you know, you're getting to play with some people that you never thought you'd get to play with. Um, and that, that was pretty cool. And then, you know, we moved in July and, and club ball started for everybody, um, which, was, which was really good because there was a lot of question if we were going to get a club season or not. Yeah. Um, but we ended up getting to play – most of July, um, and I, I was fortunate enough to play on a really fun team, won two tournaments. Um, it, it, was, it was probably the most fun I've ever had playing club basketball. Um, just, just the teammates that I had, I was fortunate enough to have two of my best friends on the team, and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun for sure. And we're still going. Uh, going to finish up here. The last two tournaments are coming up, and then we'll just get ready for the high school season. Nice. That's great. And uh, going back to what you said about – the two friends you had on the team, you also had some of your high school rivals on the team, didn't you? Yep, yep. Uh, we had, you know, Garrett Arnold, Nolan Merrill, and, and Jason Semental. Uh, they, were, they were on the team. They go to Thunder Ridge. So, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, we, we really just all wanted to play, you know, on, on a good team um, and compete with everybody in the state and compete in out-of-state tournaments as well. And you know, the best way to do it, I've been saying it since I was in eighth grade, the best way to do it is to put all of us on one team and see what happens. There you um, go. And, you know, we were fortunate enough. I, I mean, I've played with those guys for years through, through different stuff. Um, you know, obviously on the court uh, with Vista versus Thunder Ridge, it's, you know, I, I want to beat those guys um, more than anybody, and, and they want to beat me more than anybody. But um, they're, they're definitely good teammates and, and guys that I've enjoyed playing with for sure. Yeah, at least you guys can – Get along on the same team, but that's a that's a dangerous combo, you guys, right there. It'll be fun to see you guys get after it in December. Right. So take me through your junior season. So I played with you my freshman or my sophomore year when you were a freshman. 
and you were a standout, but your junior year, you, you really made some strides there. What did you do different? What happened that season to really put on the burners there? Um, I mean, really, it was just – it was kind of just a good fit. Uh, obviously, the, that sophomore season before, I was getting to swing a little bit, get a, got to see a little bit of varsity time on, on a really good team. Um, it was, you know, arguably the best team in Mountain Vista history. We had that Final Four run with, you know, Simon May and – uh, Eric Kimmel, Luke Boyne, Corbin, JJ, and Ben Grustein, those guys, uh, I mean, they, they really led us for sure. And then we, we didn't have that many guys returning that had played a whole lot, but um, we kind of just, we kind of just connected, you know, we wanted to keep that, that going, um, having Mountain Vista be a powerhouse. I mean, we didn't have the season that a lot of people expected us to have, but um, really it was just a learning process the whole season. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be, to be with guys that I really enjoyed playing with uh, Reese Kelly best shooter in the state, Nate Miller, uh, a guy that I really enjoyed playing with, you know, Reese Poling, Spencer, all those guys. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun this year to play with those guys and um, just kind of grow. We, we were really where we wanted to be at going into the, going into the playoffs, but um, you know, we, we kind of got a bad pull having to play Rangeview um, who, in my opinion, would have gone on to win the state championship had there, had they been played. But um, as far as I go, you know, I just, just, always trying to get better. Um, you know, I knew that I, I was always kind of undersized freshman, sophomore year, but um, started to grow. And I knew once I grew that, that the basketball skills that I've been working on would, would keep coming with me. So uh, it just kind of felt like I could finally put it all together last year. Yeah, that's great to hear. I mean, from a, from a fan standpoint, it was, it was definitely fun to watch you guys last year. I mean, it, I mean, you guys could tell you guys were having fun on the court and for sure you making some big strides, being a leader out there, even as a junior, but it was, it was a fun team to watch. Yeah, it was it was fun to play on too, and the the energy was definitely a lot of fun to play in as well. Credit to you for leading that student section all year, but uh, good. Yeah, that was fun for sure. So, what have you guys heard so far about next year and what that's going to look like if you guys are playing? Um, so right now the schedule is sixteen games January to March, um, and I mean that's that's obviously moving. It feels like something changes every week, but. As of now, that's what they're telling us, and they're telling us probably no fans. Um, obviously, you know, we're still holding out hope for there to be some fans, especially towards the end, but really we're just kind of rolling with the punches. Whatever, whatever we're, is thrown at us right now, we, we feel like we can deal with, and um, all in all, we just want to play. We just want to have a season and a uh, chance for, for me and, and my close friends that I've been playing with since, you know, fourth grade uh, get a chance to play with those guys one last time for my for our senior year which which would be fun so it's just kind of it's kind of a waiting game but just just hoping and doing whatever we can to to be ready when it when it happens yeah now is that the atmosphere from the whole team just whatever it takes you guys are gonna you guys are gonna play um I mean that's yeah I mean I would say that's that's what it is really it's just you know we we got to be ready right away when they say it's go time we got to be able to go um, obviously we're going to have shortened time to practice, I would guess. And, um, you know, Brian, coach Brian will do a really good job with that. And, um, it's, it's really just going to be about, about us just being ready to go, being in shape and, uh, just kind of hoping that, that we get to play. Yeah. Being adaptable for sure. So you just, you just committed to the university of Wyoming to play basketball for the next four years after this year. How's it feel to have the recruiting process over with? Um, I'm not going to lie, Davis. It's, it's very nice to have the recruiting process done. It was, it was, I mean, obviously it's, it's a blessing to, to be recruited by, 
the amount of schools that I was recruited by and um, some great coaches recruited me. And obviously, you know, everybody told me just, just enjoy the process. And, and I tried to as much as possible, but um, it was definitely a weird year to get recruited. Oh, yeah. um, definitely. Everything was over the phone. I feel like I was having phone calls for hours out of the day, um, yeah. you know, and it, it's, it's aside from that, aside from it being super weird, it was, um, you know, it was really what I was looking for was, was that Wyoming offer. Um, coach Linder had been on me the longest out of any coach. And uh, he's the guy that I really wanted to go play for. And, you know, when he offered me, it was, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, you know, I, I thank all those coaches, uh, coach Billups and um, uh, coach Davis uh, for, for recruiting me and for offering me. But um, when it came down to it, it was, you know, playing for coach Linder and at a mountain West school was, was something that was hard to turn down. And, I'm really looking forward to it. I know I got a long ways to go, but um, excited yeah. for the journey ahead. Yeah. Now, Coach Linder was the the coach at Northern Colorado this year, and he's headed to Wyoming now. Is that right? Right. Yep. That was right. And um, you know, it, the record speaks for itself. What he did with that that Northern Colorado program yeah. in such a short amount of time was pretty crazy. Um, and you know, I was fortunate enough to talk to Sam Maston uh, a little bit about Coach Linder because Sam got to play with him for two years, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I know Northern Colorado's in good hands with Coach Smiley and um, Wyoming's in great hands with Coach Linder, so. Good, I'm glad to hear it. Have you met, have you been able to interact with any of the Wyoming team yet? You know, not not a whole lot. I mean, uh, obviously I played against Kenny a little bit my sophomore year. Um, I talked to Graham E.K. Uh, just before, right after he had committed, uh, and it was right around the time that I was getting ready to commit, he, uh, I, I ran into him at, uh, at a workout and uh, I talked to him for a little while about Coach Linder and what his thoughts were on Wyoming. So, yeah. you know, he's yeah. definitely probably the guy that I've talked to the most about it. But um, I look forward to getting up there and, you know, getting to meet those guys and start developing within that relationship with people at Wyoming. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. I mean, being able to go to a big D1 school like that, you're, you're doing something right. All right. Just, just, oh. like you, just like you following your footsteps. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so what's been the most memorable basketball game you've played in your entire life? Uh, it's got to be, man, that's, I mean, there's so many that, that come to mind. Personally, my favorite was the Thunder Ridge game last year. Yeah. Um, I scored my, my career high and, uh, you know, it's always fun to beat this, the rivalry school you want to beat. And Oh, yeah. To me, that game was probably the most fun I've ever had. But, um, I mean, there's, there's so many to count. The Chaparral game last year was a lot of fun. I mean, my sophomore game, there was that, that team, just playing on that team was, was surreal. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of games that, that come to mind. It even go, dates back to, to way long time ago, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. But I would say most recently, the, the game that I remember the most is uh, that Thunder Ridge game for sure. It was, it was pretty special to me. Yeah, there's nothing like beating the – the crosstown rival, especially when you got a couple teams like Mountain Vista and Thunder Ridge, those programs go way back. All right. Yep. So you're heading into the senior season. What what are the goals you got planned for next year? Even with the the setbacks from COVID, but what are you going to focus on this year? Um, you know, really just being the best teammate I can be. Um, I'm fortunate enough to to be able to play with some of my best friends, um, relationships that I've developed over the past eight years while I've been in Colorado and uh, I'm really looking forward to that opportunity um, and just, just being a leader, stepping into that leadership role permanently. Yeah. Um, we had, 
you know, Reese Kelly and Nate Miller, uh, two fantastic leaders and guys that I really looked up to. Um, and, you know, I kind of stepped back and let them take that leadership role last year and they, they did a phenomenal job. And um, now this year, it's just, it's just, you know, me kind of stepping into that role um, and, and trying to lead this team. And, and, you know, the goal is always final four state championship. And uh, that's, that's the goal that we're going to set out for. Yeah. And that's, that's definitely in reach this year. I mean, you guys got some, you guys got some secret weapons. It sounds like that people are counting out. Definitely. We got, we got, we got plenty of talent. It's all there. And uh, we're looking forward to just playing together. I think we're this is a team that can play really well together and um, be something special. Yeah. So over, over the course of last year, being a fan and following your club team on Instagram, we've got to see you throw down some, some nice dunks this summer. When was the, when was the first time you, you got to dunk? Oh, man. First time I got to dunk, it would have been going into my sophomore year. Um, I don't – I can't – you know, I don't really remember – exactly when it was I do remember just it was every day of practice I was trying to dunk trying to dunk <laughs> yeah. trying to dunk that's how and, you, you know I do the whole somebody throw me a lob thing and <laughs> then you go to different gyms where the hoop might be slightly lower so <laughs> you you throw it down on there uh I I remember the first one in the Vista gym which is the one that I count count the most uh yeah. we were it was just like we were after we just finished a drill and I went over to one of the side hoops and I just jumped up and dunked it and I was like dumbfounded. I couldn't believe that I, <laughs> that I, that I dunked the ball after trying for so long, but yeah. um, it really took until like just recently that I'm able to go dunk on kids, uh, yeah. which no, is no, what no. I hope to continue. But that's got to be the best yeah. film in the world. When was the first in-game dunk? First in-game dunk was summer league last year. I think we were playing at Chaparral uh, and I got a fast break and, I jumped up and dunked it and swung on the rim. I should have got a technical foul, but <laughs> I just, I was like, you know what? I might never do this again. I'm going to hang on the yeah, rim for gotta, as long as possible. Uh, and then I had one, I had two later that year in the regular season. My favorite, I came from the baseline. Of course, we were getting our asses kicked by like 20 points that game, which was a little <laughs> rough, but I had a really pretty good dunk coming from the baseline that I'll never forget. There you go. So um, as much of a basketball star you are, you're, Quite involved with the school elsewise. You you're on the tennis team. It sounds like now, and you're in the JV two tennis team. Yeah. <laughs> Varsity one tennis. No. How's tennis going? Uh, you know, tennis is fun. It's uh, just something I can do that's fun with my little brother Zach. Uh, yeah. He's he's gonna be good. I tell you what, Mr. Flanagan's gonna turn him into a heck of a tennis player by the time he's out of high school. But he seems to do that. Um, he turned Reese Kelly into a tennis star. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Miracles can uh, happen. Right. Uh, no, I mean, I just – I like getting involved as much as possible um, in student government this year and uh, just looking to be as involved as I can and, and you know, be a leader in the school or a role model in, in the school and just kind of help people power through because, you know, the hope is that second semester is going to be a lot of fun. But, yeah. um, you know, I just like getting involved. That's, that's the only way to really do it in high school. Uh, you know, yeah. you, were, you were one of the people that taught me that is get involved in – be as wild as possible is is the most fun way to do it so that's that's what I'm trying to do you know try to do it last year and this senior year as well good I'm glad to hear it how's the how's the student leadership been so far I know it's been a little bit different this year but you guys are adapting it sounds like yeah I mean it's it's been different for sure but I mean we're adapting we're doing whatever we can to to make it you know an exciting year an enjoyable year uh a good friend Harrison Witt just got 
student body president election. That's so right. we're Shout all pretty pumped about Good that for him. sure. Um, yeah, we were, we were rooting for him and we helped out with his, his speech video. So yeah, that, that, that was, video was on Instagram. That was, a, yeah. that was an awesome video. You were one hell of a stage manager. Yes, I was. <laughs> um, so no, we're looking forward to that and it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a good year for everybody. Good. I'm glad to hear it. And I'm glad you guys are making the best out of it. I know it's ridiculous, but it's, I mean, it's the whole country going through that stuff, but right. good. I'm glad. So now the NBA playoffs just got underway down in Orlando in the bubble. What's, what's your take on the bubble? It's, it seems to be successful. What do you think about it? Um, I mean, obviously it's, it's the, probably the most successful um, out of any um, sports that are going on right now. It's, it's got to be the most successful in my opinion, especially with the guys that have left and be able to come back and the way that they're doing that. But um, I mean, it's, you know, something that people don't see all that often is, you know, it's, it's definitely difficult on, on the families um, of those players and of those coaches, because, you know, this, this will be the longest that my mom has ever gone without seeing my dad and the longest I've ever gone without seeing my dad. But um, you know, I mean, they're definitely doing it the right way down there. And I think the competition yeah. level has been good. I think it's, 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 a, it's an adjustment for all those guys for sure. Um, yeah. You know, LeBron James has been playing in front of fans for 17 years now. So to, to be playing in front of fan without fans is, has got to be strange for those guys, I can only imagine. But, um, you know, I mean, I think, think they're doing good. Hopefully the Nuggets can turn it around a little bit. But, um, you know, it's, I think they're doing it the right way. And it's been fun to watch. It's given everybody something to watch, something to follow. Yeah. So that's really what they were – that's what, what they were trying to do. And, you know, I hope they don't have to do the bubble again next year. Hopefully things yeah. are cleared up by then. But, you know, uh, worst-case scenario, we, we know that this works. Yeah, and it's a good fallback plan in case. And – you're right. Hopefully they don't have to carry after that. But uh, so your dad's your dad's the assistant coach for the Denver Nuggets. And I'm sure you're able to talk to him. How's how's he doing down there? Is he holding up? I mean, yeah, he's 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 doing good. Um, it's I mean, it's definitely weird, I think, especially that beginning when they were there just practicing. He said it was kind of brutal. Um, but once the games got started, he, he felt like things picked up a little bit and it's getting a little easier once the games are going on. But um one funny thing he said to me is that he he spent one night rearranging his room so that he could hit uh tennis balls off of his window <laughs> and so if that gives you any idea of uh <laughs> a little bit of a level of boredom that they might be in down <laughs> the there but down there it sounds like <laughs> yeah but uh no the the utah jazz it's yeah it's been i mean he's helping out a lot with that it's uh you know it's being in the playoffs is that's their main focus is on the game um yeah. So they're, they're, they're focused on that pretty much 24 seven right now. So yeah, that's I mean, really they, all he said about it. Yeah. And they, I mean, they had the playoff spot locked in before they even got down there. So I'm sure they were, weren't as crazy nervous about it, but now it's playoff time. They got to keep their head in a little bit. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So who have you been, who, what other teams you've been following from the bubble so far? Um, I mean, all of them really, it's, it's just everybody was begging for sports to come back on, and yeah. now they're back on, so you, you got to follow as much as you can. Um, my probably favorite other team to follow right now has been the, the Mavs. I really like watching Luca play. Yeah, he is so uh, And I think that series is going to be pretty good. And then, I mean, everybody in the, I mean, the nation is watching Damian Lillard. What he's been doing down there is unbelievable. Um, I mean, really, East Coast games I haven't been following a whole lot of just because – in my opinion, West Coast games a little more entertaining to watch, but um, 
yeah, but uh, you know, it's I've been following it all, watch as many games as I can, and it's it's been fun to follow because you know they're they're middle of the day here, so yeah, you wake up you wake up at ten o'clock and the game's on by eleven. Yeah, there you you're go. Good to go for the day. Yeah. So what what NBA players do you look up to, and which ones do you try to model your game after watching on on TV? Oh man, uh, there's so many of them. Um, I've always said that my favorite player in the league is Chris Paul. Um, just because of the kind of guy that he is. Uh, my dad was fortunate enough to play with him for two years on the New Orleans Hornets um, yeah. early in Chris Paul's year. And uh, so, you know, when, whenever he comes to town, he takes the time to talk to me and my family after the game. And yeah, um, that's, that's always pretty, pretty exciting. So I love watching him play too. The pace that he plays with, uh, you know, that's something that I try and look at and, and pick apart is Chris Paul's game for sure. But uh, I mean, more recently, Luca, he's, yeah. he's got to be the most fun guy in the league to watch. Oh, yeah. um, what he does with the ball, the pace he plays at is, uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, I mean, if there was a guy that I would want to model my game after, it's definitely him. Um, yeah. You know, a taller, taller point guard are always really fun to watch. And then anybody on the Nuggets, Nicole Jokic is my favorite guy in the Nuggets and second favorite in the league with, without a doubt. Um, uh, just because he's he's a great dude, I got tons of stories about Nikola Jokic that I could oh, share. Cool. Um, yeah, he's he's a great dude, and obviously one of the most fun guys in the NBA to watch. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, getting that first that VIP access with your dad being the coach, I'm sure you get all kinds of stories from Jokic and some of those other guys. Oh yeah, I get plenty of stories about Jokic that I could. <laughs> he's yeah, he's he's funny. So what's it what's it been like growing up as a former NBA player's son and a NBA assistant coach's son. What's, what's that been like for you? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a blessing for sure. It's, you yeah. know, I've been, you know, given opportunities that not very many kids get. And um, I've, you know, try and just try and take advantage of that. I, you know, meet as many people as I can and, and uh, meet as many, you know, I've met some, some crazy players, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, or, at the top of that list, which is, oh, yeah. is pretty incredible. Um, not many people get to meet those guys. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's really great to have a dad that's got that kind of basketball mind. I mean, yeah, everything that I, that I know in basketball right now, I, I owe a lot to, to him. Um, you know, he's obviously in my opinion, the best dad, but anybody would say that, but, um, he's got, he's got such a great basketball mind and, um, he's definitely hard to please at times having, you know, <laughs> yeah. somebody that played at the highest level. Uh, he's, he's hard to please at times, but, um, I mean, I owe, I owe everything to him and, and, you know, how he's helped me and my brother along in the basketball journey and just kind of, it's, it's always been that relationship has always been through basketball with my dad and something that I've cherished for sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's tough on you, but it's only making you better. It's getting you to places like the university of Wyoming. Exactly. So who's your who's your top five current players in the NBA? Top five, let's see. Uh, Giannis, number one. James Harden, man. Uh, I'll go one through five. I'll go one through. So they got they got to be playing. They can't be hurt right now. No, they they just they're in the league. They can be hurt right now. They can be hurt right now. Yeah. Man. Uh, Giannis, KD, LeBron. Um, man, that's Damian Lillard right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, God, who else do I got? 
It's hard to put not put Steph Curry in there. Uh, it's hard not put. I put James Harden in the top three. Was he up there? Uh, I already said him. Yeah. It's hard to not put Kawhi in there. It's there's so many guys. It's yeah. I it's hard to just say a top five. I mean, uh, biased opinion. Nikola Jokic is in my top five, but yeah, unbiased opinion. It's probably you know Steph Curry or Kawhi Leonard in that fifth yeah. spot. I'm surprised you didn't just list the the Nuggets starting five. Yeah, I mean, I could do that, but I think I'd get a little backlash for knowing my basketball. All right, I got I to gotta ask you the age-old question, MJ or LeBron? I'm an MJ guy. Are you? I'm, I'm definitely an MJ guy, and I get in arguments with my friends about it all the time. Yeah, kids our but, age would uh, definitely be LeBron. Huh? Kids our age would definitely be on the LeBron side. Yeah, there, a lot of them are. I just – it's – and I mean, it's so hard to compare like yeah. that those different eras. But in my opinion, just what what Michael Jordan did for the game of basketball, mm-hmm. um, what he's done for the game of basketball is is unmatched by really anybody to ever do it. And it's just like really the only thing that I it's to me it's it's sort of a feel thing. Like yeah, like maybe is LeBron better at playing basketball? You you could maybe say that. But is who's a better basketball player as far as like you know, iconic, it's, it's easily Michael Jordan. The, the one example I give, um, I was able to go to the, gosh, what year did I go to the, to the, to the all-star game? Uh, you remember 2018. 20, so I, yeah, the 2018 all-star game and it was in Charlotte. So he was there and he, it was like mid second quarter. He ended up at half court. And like, first of all, I had, I, I was watching the court and all of a sudden he was at half court just all of a sudden I, I couldn't, I was like, where did he come from? But anyways, it, once he got to half court, the whole building, I mean, everybody in the building just stopped. And, and everybody's yeah. eyes was, was on him at half yeah. court. That includes, you know, that includes LeBron. That includes Giannis. That includes everybody that was there. Some of the all-time greats. Everybody's eyes go straight to Michael Jordan sitting at the center court. Listen to whatever he's got to say. So when you say he's the greatest goat of all goats, he is truly the goat of all goats. Yeah. Just like Tiger Woods is. That those two, to me, are the goat <laughs> of all goats. Yeah. No, I, I get that. And that's, that's a great point. I mean, when you get in an argument like that, people don't have stories like that to bring up, but that's, I mean, that's a great point that he walks into a room and it is eyes on him. You're going to listen to him. Right. All right. Which is, yeah. I mean, sure. Some, I'm sure LeBron has that to an extent too, but yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. All right. I got, I got a game for you. You're we're going to see how many basketball shoe companies you can name in 15 seconds. Wait, wait, wait. Basketball shoe companies? Basketball shoe companies in 15 seconds. Um, all right. All right. Let's do it. E- Easton was on last week, and I believe he got, I believe he got six. So he six is six. the number to beat. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. Uh, go. Jordan, Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, Reebok, and one. Puma. Uh, God, there's got to be other ones. Um Five seconds. Man, what are some other ones? Uh, <laughs> Time. Man, I got nothing. I, hey, I got some good news for you, though. That was seven. Oh, Converse. Converse. Yeah. God damn Taylor's it. Taylor's back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're on the leaderboard, though. You're number I'm one. On, am, I, am I at the top of the leaderboard? You're at the top of the leaderboard. You beat Easton out by one spot. That's what I'm talking about. I got that <laughs> in one. He didn't think I am one, did he? No way. He <laughs> you didn't name in one. No way. shoes, but. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's good. I feel good about that. 
The question I got for everyone, if you could have dinner with three athletes, dead or alive, who would they be and what are you cooking them? My God, I got to cook. They're freaking cook, athletes. Would, they can pay for my dinner, and you are You are Chef Bowen for the night. Oh, my God. Athletes. I'm bringing Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. All right. Okay. I got one more. One more. Any I don't think I'm going to bring a football player. I think a lot of guys will bring Tom Brady. I don't think I'm going to. In the world? In the world. Well, they got to speak English. Otherwise, that'd be weird. Later, if you need to. Probably. God, who's somebody else that's just like, like legendary, legendary, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and I think you probably got to bring Larry Bird. Larry Bird's Larry coming Bird. back. Yep. There you go. Yep. That's ball dinner. And what, what, what is Chef Bowen making for the night? Oh, man. Uh, we're grilling out steak. My dad's going to grill out steak. No, you, you have to cook them. Uh, I have to cook them? Yeah. You're getting some homemade waffles that come out homemade of the freezer. <laughs> no, I'd cook them something good. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd have Zach cook them the meal. Zach's the <laughs> Zach. cooker in the family. Zach could cook them. Zach. Maybe he, he could cook the meal. Yeah, Zach can have dinner with us if he cooks. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, Zach can sit at the end of the table. Yeah. Zach, I'm bringing Zach. You know what? Screw that. I'm not, I'm not bringing Larry Bird. Zach's coming for my third. Zach Bowen, the unheard of Bowen. He's on the rise in the tennis game. Right. <laughs> all right, Ben. That's all the time we got today. I can't thank you enough for coming on and let me pick your brain a little bit about basketball and the NBA and all that. But good luck with the season. I'm sure I'll hear all about it. But I'm cheering for you guys and wish you the best of luck this next year. Appreciate you, man. Happy to be on, and uh, good luck to you over there at Missouri. Thanks, I know it's ben. hot out, but you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And that concludes our interview with Ben Bowen. It was an honor to be able to talk to him and catch up with him, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck with his senior season coming up here in the winter. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Dave Cave Podcast once again, and keep your eyes out for new podcasts on the way.